This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be yes. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. Happy Friday, everybody. Look at us. We finally made it to the end of the work week. I, for one, live for the weekends. Vicky, I know you do as well, and I know our listeners do also. This is Nick, and as always, I am here with Vicky. This is episode 376 of the Mouse Bates Podcast, and today we will be talking about some Disney facts and some Disney myths or rumors. You're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. And Nick, I think we both have something to be more celebratory about. Not only is it almost the weekend, but it's almost Thanksgiving break. So uh, even after we go just for two days, we get off for the weekend. We only have to work for two days and then we get a nice five day break. I am thankful for that. I am thankful when I think of Thanksgiving. This is what's sad. When I think of Thanksgiving and maybe some of our listeners do as well. Maybe you do too. First off, I do think of family. Right. Sitting around. But then what are we doing? We're sitting around the dinner table. Eating. With, I know that's what I think about. I think about all the food and the. I'm a bread person. Like I think about all the rolls and the <laughs> butter, right? And all that <laughs> stuff and the pie. And I'm not really into football, but I will always go sit in a recliner, watch football, hear and watch my uh, in-laws fall asleep and snore, <laughs> and then I join them. <laughs> Every time never fails. And it's always, we're always watching the Lions. Detroit Lions are always on Thanksgiving. They're Day. always on. Always on year after year. So I am very thankful for that. Before we start, we'd like to encourage you to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. And Nick is going to give us the latest blogs. Vanda, you've been very busy, my friend. Very, very busy indeed. She has written quite a few, a handful here. I'll just list them off. Go ahead and check them out over at WaltExpress.com. We have the 10 must-haves for a Thanksgiving celebration, Disney style. We have just released 2019 merchandise for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. What to expect in Disney World during the month of January. All of those are by Vanda Bean. We have another one by, by Brandy Perryman as well. This is a video It's and a blog as well. Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. Go ahead and check that out over at Walt Express. 
Mickey'sBirthday.com. So in celebration of Mickey's birthday, well, first I should probably back up. Nick came to me with this idea that we should do a Disney facts and rumors show because those are fun. Let's it's, face it. There's been a while yeah, since we, we've done one. Things we don't, you know, just telling you things that you may or may not know. Some things I didn't know when I was researching it. Some I did. And a lot of these are repeats, I'll be honest, you know. A lot of these probably you have heard before, Vicky, but maybe not some of our listeners. Right. Well, and I know we've gained uh, recently quite a few listeners. So hopefully this will be new information for them as well. And God bless them, by the way. Oh yes. my gosh, we have, we've gained a ton of listeners from around the world. We had a huge spike just last week and I'm, I'm and sure you saw following? that. And I'm sure you saw that. What's up? I was wondering if it was South Africa again. Oh no, I'm not talking about country. I was just, oh, just overall, overall, yeah, overall data. I, exactly. was, I saw this huge spike, this peak. Oh, you know, with our little Maybe it's my niece and nephew, graph. Chase and, and Jamelin, going to their I'm middle like, school telling all their friends. Holy Toledo, we've gained a lot of followers. All right. That sorry about hilarious. that. No, you're totally fine. So I decided it wouldn't be a Disney show if we didn't kick off with some facts about Mickey Mouse since it's his birthday and all this month. So uh, I'm sure you knew this, Nick, but Mickey's original name was supposed to be... Mortimer. Mortimer Mouse. And the first words that Mickey ever spoke were... Do you know this? First this was interesting. Words. He said two. So I know he was supposed to be like a mischievous mouse. Did I say that right? Mischievous, mischievous. Okay, I don't think this is mischievous necessarily. Uh, Anyway, he yeah, he wasn't really the perky mouse that you know today. He was supposed to be like Huey, Dewey, and Louie, always getting in the trouble. Trouble. Yes. First words spoken by Mortimer. See, I thought the first words spoken was by. Or were, was it doesn't by say Mi- Mickey. It says, was by Mickey. It says Mickey. Okay. Well, oh, okay. So first word spoken by Mickey. I'll give you a hint. It was in Carnival Kid. Really? Mm-hmm. Did he do one of his... You need huh? another hint? Did he do one of his... Uh-huh. No. Okay, another hint. Casey's Corner. Hot dog? Yeah. No, oh, is that why he always says hot dog in hot Mickey dog. shorts? Is that why he always... Hot okay, dog. go ahead. That's Those awesome. were the first words. So, um, Mickey got a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame on November 18th, 1978. So, that was his 50th birthday that he got his... Uh, that was his birthday present, a star on the Walk of Fame. And speaking of Casey's Corner, and they're now going to be selling here in December. Yes, the 12 days of hot dogs. The two-foot-long hot dogger. <laughs> That's the Christmas day only, though. Yeah, that is I swear is we're going to get that for Anthony. We are going to get that for Anthony and make him eat it. I wonder if you do half and half on that. Surely you could. Oh, half of surely. With this, half of this loaded with that. Surely. I think so. Mickey and Minnie are actually married. And I did not know this, Nick, because I... They are? They always talk about dating. And yeah. It's, yeah. And going out on a date. And they live in separate homes. Yep. But they're actually married. So Mickey, he has the perfect relationship. <laughs> <laughs> he, he keeps his own bachelor pad. Right. And he has sends a, his wife home every night. Has his friends come over. <laughs> Goofy and Donald and parties it up. Yeah, but so does Minnie. Minnie does too with yeah, Daisy. Daisy and Clarabelle. Oh, speaking. Oh, well, I, I'll go ahead and put this in here. I learned something last night about Goofy. Okay. Goofy was actually intended in the very beginning to, to be, be a cow. Be a cow. And it was when the animators went over to India. I think I believe it was India. Ah, uh, so maybe it was somewhere else. Huh? Because they revere cows over there. Yeah, he was going to be a cow, and he's drawn like a cow, but that really didn't go too well over here in the states. Changed to a, a dog, dog because somehow he was related to Clarabelle, or he was with Clarabelle, or something. He's right? Clarabelle's long. So that's why cousin. he still is in love with her and likes her because originally those two were supposed to be together, and he was supposed to be a cow as well. Oh. They changed him to a dog. That's interesting. Yeah, I read all about that last night. Didn't that's very that's interesting? Very interesting. Yeah. Now this is and funny. I, and I oh. learned. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. Pete. Pete's a cat. I thought. What? I thought he was a dog. I thought he was a dog too. That's funny because this weekend my friend's grandson was watching Disney Junior, and I couldn't think of his name, and I said I can't think of that character's name, and he all of a sudden like Pete. Caleb, oh. Caleb comes running in. He's not even two. He won't be two till this week, and he, he said Pete. 
sweet. And I was like, I, I didn't know he was listening to me. And he heard me say, I didn't. So know he may be a dog now, like trans, but he was intended to be a cat. And in the beginning, he was a cat. He's a he's I, a peg leg cat. I have yeah. I but there's two debates. Like half of it was saying dog, half of it was saying cat. They, it's a cat dog. But I was reading in the beginning of this character, and he was created as a cat. Of course, it's the internet now, so I'm like, <laughs> right. But then I saw other sites where it claimed that he was a dog. He originally didn't have a peg leg. He had two legs. Well, I want to know how did he lose that leg? And he met when up did with he a change into a cat. Captain Hook. He met up with. I Captain have Hook. no idea. Hanging around Captain Hook, and they got into some trouble. So this is an interesting fact that my brother always brings up every time there's an election. And I bet you know what I'm going to say, Nick. And that is that Mickey is widely regarded as the most popular candidate because when there's a write-in space, he is vote or he is wrote. In 13% of the votes usually go to Mickey Mouse. For what? In a for... presidential election. Really? Yes. 13. <laughs> he heard it on some show that he listens to on the um, AM station and he had told me that, but I actually read it last night. It's, it said that sometimes people can't decide who they want. And let's face it, it's been some rough roads lately. And uh, they, they just write in Mickey Mouse. And in the last election, Mickey got 13% of the vote. That's probably more than any independent voter. Vote I think it was. I think oh he told God. me the independent got 9%. Independent. Yeah. I think he said the independent guy got 9%. Oh my gosh. So a fictitious character beat out independent representative. Well, we could send Mickey and we'll just dress awesome. somebody up and send him to the White House. Dude, that would also, be great. I put in my own name on this last go around with, you? with the judges. <laughs> if they show up at your door, anyway. you were knock, knock, knock. Yeah. Mr. Ryman, we heard you want to be a judge. Back in the day, so when Gary Johnson was the independent representative, when I believe, who was running? I don't know. I think it was either the second term for Obama or uh-huh. could have been the first, here I am saying first term for, for Trump. Oh. Although I do think he will get a second term. I just, that's my, that's it's just my, been the general, that's my prediction. It's if been you the go back run to history, yeah, you go all the way back, right? Yeah. Um, even Clinton, right? Yeah. You get two terms. A Bush, two terms. Right. Obama, two terms. You know? So it's any, just, anyway, um, lost my track of thought. <laughs> what was I saying? I literally Some lost guy my track you were thought. telling oh, me Oh, Gary about- Johnson. Okay. Yeah. So my neighbor, Gary Johnson, I wrote his name, or I voted for him one time because. <laughs> He was in there for the independent. Oh, that's seat. hilarious. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's my neighbor. I'll vote for him. That's hilarious. So, yes, sorry, I did throw away a vote on Gary Johnson. It's all good. So, Mickey has three fingers and a thumb, which I always wondered because he looks like the hamburger helper hand when you um, when I wear my earrings. People are like, you're missing a finger on that. I'm like, it's not a, it's not a human. It's Mickey Mouse, but three fingers and a thumb. And five people voiced the character of Mickey Mouse in the time that he's been around 90 years. Walt Disney was the first, Jimmy McDonald, Wayne Allwine, Brett Iwan, and this is the name I pray that I don't mess up, Chris Diamantopoulos. What a name. But I thought those were some interesting facts to celebrate Mickey and to give the listeners a few facts as well. My father-in-law is going to love this next story. If he's listening, I have no idea if he is. But if he is, you're going to love this, Dad. And well, my own father's going to love this as well. Vicky, I think you've touched on this. I'm not sure. About the Beatles and the Polynesian? Hmm. No? I don't know. So technically, when the Beatles broke up, they actually broke up at Disney. No, I don't think I remember this. Technically. The original breakup of the Beatles happened at the Polynesian Village Resort at Walt Disney World back in 1974. So what had happened, basically, so they didn't break up like you think they might have, like at Abbey Road Studios or anything like that. They decided to a year before December 29th of 1974. 
in the studios, but it wasn't like they had a mad argument and then rushed out and broke up. At that point, they decided to break up. File Paperwork was filed. It took five years for the paperwork to finally get worked out. Paul, John, and George were supposed to meet up in New York City to make it official, finally. So they broke up over in England. Uh, they're at Abbey Studios. Filed the paperwork. We're going to go sign it in New York. Who knows? That's crazy. So to make it all official, they were going to go to New York, sign the paperwork. John refused to show up and they later had to, had the paper, all of that stuff, all the files and documents, sent to him in Florida, where he then officially signed them. And where was he? Vacationing at, at the, the Polynesian, Polynesian Resort. Resort. So we all know cool later tie. on in 1980, uh, it ended, ended the hopes of the Beatles ever coming back around and reuniting because he was assassinated back in 1980. Right. But I thought that was I remember kind that. of weird. I mean, technically, when it came down to it, that last final wet signature, the breakup was final, happened at the Polynesian back in 1979. So um, I remember that very vividly, Nick. I know you weren't born yet, um, but they kept playing it over and over because back then people didn't just get assassinated so so much are killed so much as they do nowadays. Sadly, I think that our nation is becoming desensitized to that. Like, we don't even think anything about it. We know they're going to say somebody died on the news every day from a gunshot. But um, I just remember all the fans and how sad it was. Them and Elvis, when Elvis died, the same thing. I remember that vividly in my mind. What else you got? I was handing it back over to you. Okay. Well, I was trying, so... When Nick asks us to do a show, he likes to do everything spontaneously, like he tells you all the time, so we don't share notes. So I was worried. I was trying to think like Nick. What would Nick maybe not pick to do for his facts? So I picked something that I thought he may or may not do. So I did a bunch of Epcot facts. Okay. So the total attendance for 2017 at Epcot was 12.2 million people. And I'm sure most of that came during the Food and Wine Festival. In 2017? Yes. Did you say or 18? They didn't have the results. I Googled and Googled and Googled. Okay. Um, but the year's not over. So I was wondering if it's because they wait sure. till December's over. And it's becoming more and more popular. So I'm sure that number's going to go up. Oh, yeah. So there are 1 million pizzas served at Via Napoli in the Italian Pavilion every year. Isn't that crazy? I could see that. I actually thought, I was kind of so, surprised it wasn't a little higher. And how many million visit Epcot? 12.2. So, so 112. 112th of the, and oh. that's a lot of food there too. Of the guests stop at Via Napoli. During the Epcot's Food and Wine Festival, they serve more than 225 million meals to people just during that festival. Wow. That's a lot of food. The original Food and Wine Festival was only 30 days and last year, the festival was 75 days. Again, they didn't post 2018 yet because we're not done with the year even though the festival is officially over I believe I think it ended at the end of October if I'm not mistaken 30 tons of fruits and vegetables are grown in the land pavilion where you like to visit living in our living on the land yeah they grow 30 tons of fruits and vegetables every year and use them at Epcot Yep. And Epcot's Test Track is the fastest Disney theme park ride ever built. I didn't realize this. At 64.9 miles per hour. And Epcot Center was changed to just Epcot in 1996. You don't feel like you're going that fast on Test Track. I know. I feel like I'm going faster with the rock and roller coaster. That's what I said to Brad last night when I was talking. But um, when it's my choice between Test Track and Soarin', I always want to go to Soarin' because I don't feel like I'm going that fast. Soarin' every day. Let's face it. Test Track, honestly, to me, is kind of boring. Well, I don't understand. I wish they would just redo the entire ride That's and something what, different. Yeah, because I feel like they're doing all these changes and stuff, but see, the line's still big. So yeah, It's really just a series of twist turns and one big loop. You're done, you know? I'm really? No, you're right. I'm just giggling because you're right. Twist, turn, you're done. Yeah. 
It is. It, it is. was a disappointment to me for as long as I waited, and I had a fast pass, and I still had to wait about 30 minutes. So Disneyland, I'm heading out to the land here okay. in Anaheim. Were you done with your facts? On Epcot, okay. yep. All right. It may be the happiest place on earth for children, but when it first opened... It was the happiest place on earth for men. Uh, actually, women, but men too. Because the store originally opened up with a bra lingerie shop on Main Street, USA. Are you kidding me? So I could see all the guys across the street eating their ice cream from the ice cream parlor, right? Window shopping. Hint, hint. And, well, <laughs> the ladies would buy a bra. <laughs> right? Could you imagine it being like a mini, a mini, like nowadays they'd probably be themed, right? Like the leggings. They'd be, they'd be themed. Which would be cool. Themed brassiers? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it was a brassiere shop, actually. It was called the Victoria, it was a Victorian themed, sponsored by the Hollywood Maxwell Brassiere Company of Los Angeles. It's a very bo- a popular boutique. Uh, it was back in its day, by the way. But... It's true. It is true. Women could go there and buy some undergarments. That is crazy. I know, right? Because it's a family park. And back then, when in the 50s, you didn't talk about your undergarments. I mean, think about all the movies that they have back And it's true that there was even a robot salesperson known <laughs> as the... Nick, it's better. Right. <laughs> the Wonderful Wizard of Bras. Oh, my gosh. An actual robot that would... Interact. That it was big. It wouldn't for interact. Back. It would just say it's you know recordings, pre-recordings. <laughs> Buy my bras today yeah. at Disney. <laughs> you look like a double D. <laughs> I'm sorry, you are an A. We don't have your size today. Yeah. <laughs> That's Do you have a fast pass for this ride? <laughs> that was That's, long before that fast passes. Awesome. Oh man, could you imagine? Could you imagine the Imagineers and the physics with that shot? <laughs> We have a slope, an equal distance, that's going to gain the south. maximum speed of... Okay. We're sorry, listeners. So we're going to need an opposite hill on the same... Okay, go ahead. I'm I'm done. But anyway, I really thought that this was interesting. I'd heard this. I, we talked about it in the past. But just to reread it again gets you all giddy and, and silly. And I don't remember. Funny. You know, maybe it was Dave and I. Maybe Dave, we were talking about it. But yeah, you could catch a glimpse. So if you, if you looked across the street, you'd be able to see it. Here's a picture. You want to see it? Here's a picture right there. So there's, there is living proof. Look at they have so many clothes on. I can't believe that at that time that they wear that many clothes, but then they'll pick up a bra store. You think they would have? You know, the, the characters back then looked very eerie anyway. Like Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse had cone-shaped faces you yep. know, with a ball at the end of it. <laughs> yes. Could you imagine Minnie walking around with a brassiere on? <laughs> like Madonna? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right? I mean, but look at the... You can see, see the logo. You see the logo. It has Mickey ears with a corset. You see, see H&M has... Uh, it has a, a pillar oh, okay. with That's... Mickey ears with a corset. Okay, we need to be done with this article. We're going down fast. But crazy, right? I say build one Main Street in Disney World. Let's let's do it, right? Let's do it. Could you see Victoria's Secret on Main Street USA <laughs> next to the coffee shop? Fredericks of Hollywood? There you, it will be Fredericks of Main Street. Okay. That's what, what we'd call it, right? So they had facts about animation, Nick, and every time I see your favorite woman, I have to feel like I need to say something about it. Your favorite woman. Your favorite princess, I should say. Snow. Yes. So they had some facts about her, so I definitely had to bring those to the listeners because I know how much you love her. Let me be politically correct. My favorite woman is my wife. Okay, excuse me. Yep. Yes, you are. I just no, meant... Really feel weird calling her my wife. I should have said... That sounds weird. Your favorite Disney woman is what I should have said. Disney princess? Okay, Disney yeah, princess. Yeah, that sounds weird. So at the beginning, everybody expected Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs to bomb. And I don't know, you. we may have talked about this before, but I do not remember this. Yes, because people thought you were going to go blind, you're going to lose interest in it because no one had done a full-length anime 
animated feature. Oh, okay. You did talk to me about this before that. But anyway, so um, they thought it was going to bomb. Another thing about that movie, sorry. No, people just thought there was going to be a kids, you know, movie that adults were not going to go see it at all. But it had something for everybody. And how could you relate to adults? But it did. Yes. Walt had adults crying in the film. And he should have. So Dopey was supposed to have dialogue. Really? Yes. So originally he was slated to be a chatterbox like ADHD Dopey. (laughs) Um, But when they uh, producers couldn't get a voice that they thought sounded good for his character, they decided to make him Dopey with no voice. Just a selective mute, right? I think it fits. Like, you know, he's knowing they can't see me doing these faces for you. Yeah, so Vicky's bobbing her head with her eyes being like googly eyes. It looks really cool here. That's pretty cute. But anyways, and also, um, Snow White was the first movie to release a soundtrack. First movie ever? Yes. It says, Snow White became the first film to ever release a soundtrack in 1944. Two birds with one stone. Yep. First animated film ever, full-length featured film, not a short, right. and first film to ever have a soundtrack. He broke two records. Two barriers. That is great. The Vultures, I'm going to take you over to Jungle Book. The Vultures in Jungle Book were originally or supposed to be voiced by the Beatles. That's oh. why they look by the Beatles and they or look like them and they sound like them. Did we talk about this And before? I've always thought that they tried to imitate the Beatles. Well, that is true. In 1966, the Beatles were far in a way the biggest thing in pop culture so that Disney wanted to use them and voice them as the vultures that's awesome I really think that's cool how cool would it have been I don't think it's it would have been even better okay but it did you know whoever voiced them and made it into the the film it did its purpose but it would have been better that would have been really neat what a cool thing yep more tie in for the Beatles so Mickey Mouse made a cameo in Pinocchio and I did not know this you probably did but I did not know that he made a cameo appearance appearance in the the Pinocchio movie. Was it in Geppetto's shop? Well, I'm trying to, I'm going to read it to you. So that kind of cartoon character has seen many updates over the years, but his mouse ears, red pants, and white gloves are staples. And it said the geometric representation of Mickey Mouse is called Classic Mickey and was hidden in a number of movies, including Pinocchio. After the Blue Fairy turns the puppet Pinocchio into wooden boy, Geppetto and his cat, how do you say that? Figaro. 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 And a goldfish, Cleo, celebrate his arrival. And when Pinocchio sets his finger on fire, Geppetto rushes to put it out. They pass a chair and Mickey Mouse's head is on it. I thought it was there in his workshop because I remember reading something. I don't think I've ever seen it. I got to go back and look at it. Now, our listeners, you got to go back and look at it as well. Oh, it's a hidden Mickey. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, not like an actual... The, the image of Mickey Mouse. I thought they meant they carved it in the chair. Oh, got but it. the chair is actually shaped so it looks like a Mickey. Mickey. A hidden Mickey. Uh, well, back in 1959, Soviet Union leader Nikita Khrushchev wanted to visit Disneyland. And it, the article goes on to state that, talking about the Cold War and its uh, almost surreal feel to it, Khrushchev made, he, he was coming to New York. He was, he had a trip started in Washington, D.C., and he held important meetings with President Eisenhower at the time. And then he took off for New York, California, and a few spots in between, like Iowa, before ending back up on the East Coast, and more meetings ending up at Camp David. Let's see here. Before he headed back to meet with Ike, while he was still in California, he expressed his desire to visit the most American place of them all, which back then was Disneyland. But sadly enough, it was determined that he would it would be too much of a hassle 
coordinating security, dealing with crowds and things like that for him to, uh, for the visit to even happen. So Khrushchev had to leave without seeing the iconic character Mickey Mouse that he craved. That's a sad day. Uh, who would have ever thought the US uh, the USSR leader, you know, wanted to go visit Disneyland. I think, you know, back in, side back in the Cold War though, we were once you're in it, you're in it. You feel like there's no way out. You have to keep on the path. Let's face it. I mean, you know, Everyone loves the United States. I'm not tooting my own horn, but everyone loves the United States because of the freedom. And we're blessed and the cool things we have. And the cool thing we had back then was Disneyland. And even people like Khrushchev wanted to visit. There you go. So, Nick, Dumbo almost landed on the cover of Time magazine. Did you know this? Did not know. When it was about to come out? Do you know his real name? His real name isn't Dumbo. He was he was uh, called Dumbo, made fun of. Right. Jumbo. Oh, I did know that. Sorry. Um, They were going to name him the Mammal of the Year and put him on the cover, unfortunately, for the timing. Mammal of the Year? Yes. Nice. Unfortunately, for the timing, Pearl Harbor happened and they felt like that needed obviously sure. more coverage so it got the cover and it just got a story inside the ma- magazine and they still titled it mammal of the year and it was known as the shortest feature film because it's only 64 minutes long yeah it's not long i guess i didn't realize that well that film went through a lot of grind i mean you had the the walkout strike you had multiple animators that oh, had a I hand forgot in all it that. yeah it started up it was put on hold then it was started back up and then it was finished they made fun of walt in that film you know not getting a raise and going on strike that was a that, you know, that was a jab at Walt. I think, my own opinion, at that time, they wanted the film to be finished, you know? So they, so just, they just they just finished it up. Well, I mean, it doesn't make it any less of a good it film. Was, it, it was rushed. Oh, it's a great film. It but, ended up being one of the most popular films. Right. But then, you know, so I don't I, know. So I know you want, you want to wrap it up. We have a lot going on right now, right? Uh, well, so we, we have more we want to talk about, but we're just running out of time. Well, that and the fact that we might as well save it for another episode. We can could I, go can for I do hours. one more real quick? I want to All right. We'll more. let you do one more. All right. Lemmings. You've heard of lemmings, right? Everyone's heard of the phrase of a bunch of lemmings. Yes. Okay. For people that blindly follow groups, all right, no matter the consequences, sort of like, uh, sorry, Patriot fans, <laughs> did I say it? New England Patriot fans, everyone wants to follow Boston. We've just now lost our whole Boston listening yet. I'm kidding. You know, I'm just jealous. You know, I'm... St. Louis Rams. We have nothing down here. Jelly Jelly. Uh, you know, <laughs> we don't have St. Louis Boston Rams. Boston has a great uh, baseball football. team. Oh, baseball. Yeah. yeah. Ball, baseball, basketball, football. They just have, and it's a great town. Very historic town. Yeah. Lots, lots of, of history stuff. there, and I want to go there sometime. All right. Did I patch that up okay? Yeah. That, okay. <laughs> it's all true, though. I'll bring you all some tea. All right. So did you know when it comes comes from a Disney nature film called uh, The White Wilderness is where Lemmings actually comes from. Oh, really? From a nature film by Disney called White Wilderness from the 1950s in which there is a scene where hundreds of lemmings dramatically go running and jumping off a cliff and swim out to sea, thereby, you know, committing suicide, what the movie calls a mass suicide in this movie. Oh, my word. Put on by Disney back in 1950. Facts about lemmings, notwithstanding, they don't commit mass suicide, by the way. The famous rumor that surrounds the scene is that the lemmings were actually pushed off the cliff by the filmmaker. So this is rumor now at this point. They weren't actually pushed, but they did manipulate the lemmings and, and, and the photography to tell the story that Disney wanted to tell, which was the false narrative about the mass suicide. Interesting. So, yeah, very cool. So that's just a rumor. That's not a hardcore fact. 
Half of that is facts, half of it's rumor, but I wanted to share that with you. That is interesting. Nonetheless, we do have more to talk about, by the way. And we're going to commit this to another episode. Just another episode. It it might not be next week um, because I told you we we, listeners have been wanting to do some more interactive. So I'm going to be putting something out on Facebook and I want you guys. Their favorite Disney fact or something? Well, you could tell me your favorite Disney fact. We could do that. I don't. Okay. I mean, I can do that this time and okay, skip to the next time. Their most uh, favorite Disney fact or Disney rumor or myth uh, that they know to be, I don't know, some myth growing up and maybe they've realized it's, it's just not, a myth. Yeah. Right. As they get older, who, who but knows? it's just a myth or you hope it isn't a okay, myth. Okay, so let's, that sounds cool. Let's put that, we'll put that as a part two. So we can we can put it here's the part one with us, but the part two is going to be with our viewers. You now you have to t- yeah. do your homework because Nick and I did ours, and we can always do another episode. We've got plenty. I mean, I what if we don't get enough? I was worried We're to have plenty. We're well, we have episode. I have enough left over from this episode. All right, because I wasn't sure how much we would need. So this is by us. Next episode is on you, listeners. That's Go, right. All right, the ball is in your court we'll put something out on facebook if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment simply text us 407-674-0414 email us as well mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or if you'd like to just learn more about disney and you want to get that free quote because you're thinking about going on a disney trip and you're like hey i want to talk to some disney nuts like nick and Vic." well you can go ahead and text us 407-674-0414 or email us travel at mousecapadespodcast.net check out our social media accounts go ahead and check me out on Instagram, Mousecapades underscore Nick, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or our Twitter account feed, Mousecapades Pod. So we had a good time today doing some rumors and some facts of Disney. We're going to put it out to you now. As Nick said, it's all on you. That's your homework. Be sure to listen to Nick on Monday's show. He's going to be talking with our friends Mandy and Vanda from WaltExpress.com. And speaking of WaltExpress.com, don't forget to check them out for all things Disney. As always, we'd like to thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, Vic, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have Have a a magical magical day, day, my my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.